All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast. Welcome to it. Today, Jacqueline Novak is here. She's a comedian, an author. She performs at Largo a lot. Uh, her memoir is called How to Weep in Public, Feeble Offerings on Depression from One Who Knows. She co-hosts the Poog podcast with the uh, odd Kate Berlant. And I say odd lovingly. Her off-Broadway show, Get On Your Knees, was turned into a Netflix special directed by Natasha Leone. Also odd, but wonderful. Nothing wrong with being odd. I imagine I'm odd. I don't, I can't see myself uh, properly all the time, but everything's all right. Things are okay. I do have some grievances. I, and I could, I could put them out here on the show because it is my option to do that. And the last time I did it, uh, I actually got results, but I, I don't like to use the show like this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Now, I spent some time in Albuquerque recently to see my dad and I went to Albuquerque a week or so ago for just a day to deal with some stuff there. And I rented Hertz. I've been renting at Hertz my whole life. It feels like it's not the best. It's not the cheapest, but it's, 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 it's Hertz. They're my guys. Hertz. And I had the car for one day and I got a bill for six and I called up and I said, ah, uh, this is crazy. It's five extra days. And I knew, I kind of knew cause it's a little disorganized over at the Albuquerque, uh, uh, rental car facility, a little understaffed, not judging, but you know, you kind of pull your car into a line and you leave it there. The guy says, park it there. You park it there. You go away. Six extra days. How could it have sat there for six extra days? And I told them I had it for one day. And they're like, well, we're going to have to do uh, extra curricular, extra something to figure out if I'm telling the truth. They got to look at videotape. And I guess you got to do due diligence. But I've been with Hertz for decades. Why am I going to lie? It's, it kind of stuck in my craw. Now, I'm not saying it's not like the the uh, top executives of Hertz are listening to this, but I would like some resolution. I've reached out. I've waited, but we'll see. Maybe it'll work out again. Not a big deal. Not that hung up on it. As you can tell, taking a pretty good airtime, five extra days. Okay. That's it. I've said my piece. I've done what I needed to do for myself and for my sanity now. Okay. Here's the deal with uh, Jacqueline Novak. There's two parts to this. For a reason, I guess I'll go into it now. Um, when I saw the Netflix show, Get On Your Knees, which is streaming starting tomorrow, it was it was great. She, she shot the special at the same place I shot it, at Town Hall in New York. And we talked a lot about comedy, a lot about a lot of other stuff, but I didn't get to the meat of the matter here. And that's that the special is sexually explicit. And when I was coming up, there was always this idea about, you know, working blue. Either you were dirty or you weren't dirty. And if you weren't dirty, you, you know, it was better somehow. And if you were dirty, that limited your ability to, uh, to make money or work or whatever. But it was it's looked down upon for several different reasons. You know, some people used to say, look, it's, it's kind of a crutch or it's easy to work dirty. It's not. It's not really. Well, because it makes people uncomfortable. 
It's not, it, some people say it's shock value. It can be, but it's still, to do thoughtful filth, to do smart filth, it's not, it's not a guarantee. It's not easy. You know, I don't understand when people say those kind of things where it's sort of like, uh, it's a crutch, it's a, uh, it's shock value, it's, uh, it, it doesn't require craft or whatever. It's like, it's not, it's not that easy. And there was a time where, you know, people like Bill Hicks, the brilliance of him was how he could weave, you know, socially, social political commentary, aggressive social political commentary, you know, with filth. And then, you know, he always sort of said, you know, don't worry, uh, you know, we'll, you know, we'll parachute into Dick Joke Island at the end. I don't remember what he used to say, but I always have a big, filthy closer. And sort of, if you were a certain type of comic, that kind of set the standard. It sort of uh, laid it out for you that you, you do your bits and then, you know, the last few minutes, just a uh, big, dirty closer. And that was the school I came from. But I also was a fan of dirty comedy since I was a kid, whether it was underground comics, whether it was Carlin, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and piss, whether it was Cheech and Chong, whether it was Richard Pryor, Lenny Bruce, sort of looking back on that, why am I saying sort of so much? I liked that risk-taking of dirty comedy. And I would do it. I would mix it up, but it was sort of part of the repertoire. I guess it still is, but it seems like it's less and less. Like, I don't remember my last two specials. I guess there was some filth, smart filth. There was a dirty close to end times fun. I guess it's always kind of there. But all this to say that I had Jacqueline Novak back because we didn't talk about the special thoroughly enough in terms of it being smart filth, dirty, adult content, however you want, blue. The entire show is really about learning how to give a blowjob. Once you know how to give a blowjob, what happens? And then self-reflection. There's three acts to it. So kind of, I, I, it's all comedy. It's all jokes, but there is a story. There's an arc to it revolving around learning how to give a blowjob. And I, I, I've kind of noticed recently that, and maybe I'm projecting, but I'm not seeing as many dudes doing dirty comedy as I am seeing uh, women. And it's great. There have always been dirty women, dirty women comics, just like there's always been dirty male comics. But there's something happening now to where I've noticed a lot of young uh, female comedians are doing really uh, raw stuff, man. And I think it's great because I don't always hear that point of view. And it's not a point of view you hear often. I mean, people like Sarah Silverman would do cute, dirty stuff. But I'm seeing real kind of uh, first person point of view, dirty stuff from a lot of female comics, some of them dirtier than others. And I just don't know if it's a cultural thing or if guys have pulled away from it because of, of fear of something. But uh, it is kind of refreshing and cringy in a good way to see uh, women talking first person in a, a sexually explicit, specifically female way to women. It's, it just, I, I guess I'm just noticing something. It may be me, you know, not seeing the whole picture, but it just feels like there's a lot of good, dirty comedy going on by women which I am, I'm, I'm happy about. And I just really needed to have that conversation with Jacqueline. So that's the reason I had her back to make sure we talked about the, uh, 
the blue, the blueness of it all. You dig? So here's part one. I think that's how we're going to do it of, uh, of me and Jacqueline. The Netflix special, Get On Your Knees, premieres tomorrow, January 23rd, as I said. Uh, new episodes of the Poog podcast with Jacqueline and Kate Berlant are out every week. And this is me uh, meeting, I thought, for the first time, Jacqueline Novak. Now I'm into a future mode, like what am I going to take with me to like my plan? And then sometimes I'm like, is that going to crush me? Uh, anxiety. Wait, take with me. Yeah, I've, I've I, I'm I'm gonna I've decided I've decided mm-hmm. on a future. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. What are you taking with you into like what parts are you the next phase of what life? What am I taking with me into when like, I move? What baggage am I when I leaving? move? You're actually moving. Well, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I have I have a plan. Where you, can you talk about where? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go to New Mexico. Are you fucking serious? I grew up there. Okay. It's so okay. weird. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. That's where I'm gonna die. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna like a salmon. <laughs> do they gonna, do that? Are they one of those? They they they, they swim all back. The way, yeah, they Wait, swim back and up, die. Not upstream. Yeah, upstream. Are I think you they. Yeah, they go down and then they swim all the way back. Do the egg thing. Oh. And then die. I'm not doing the egg thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should do the egg thing. <laughs> no, the return. Like I feel like. Where'd you uh, grow up? In New York suburbs, like Westchester. Which one? Uh, Mount Kisco, Chappaqua. Oh, my first girlfriend grew up there. Really? Horace Greeley. Yep. Yep. My oh, first girlfriend wow. grew up in Chappaqua. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where did you, like an adult girlfriend or? College. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I still talk to her occasionally. She called me out of nowhere to sort of reconnect. Yeah. And she's like, hey, we don't talk to each other hardly at all anymore. And I'm just like, I think we should check in. And it was really pleasant. And then she, at the end of it, she goes, I'm writing this book. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And I'm like, so what, well, what does yeah. that mean? How, how do I fare? Yeah. Like, because I was a pretty angry, crazy man. She's yeah. like, no, we were younger. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I have no control That's over your I, memories. God. Well, no, no. I get freaked out about that sometimes because. Yeah. I remember things people said, you yeah. know, like 15 years ago, whatever, right. and, and, you know, as clear as anything. Yeah. And it's almost like I shouldn't be walking around with that information. Like, it's almost, like, unfair like that we what? can retain just just things small that, things. And I'll sometimes, like, reference them like they were said yesterday. Like things that hurt you or embarrassed you? Not even, not even like, like, heavy stuff. Oh, but you would never go back to Chappaqua. To, to die? Yeah. Do you have a, I don't an think emotional so. my parents connection? Are, my to parents it? are still there. They are. Yeah. How many siblings? Two. Younger. Older. Oh, really? Yeah. No shit. Baby. Mm. What I'm they, the baby. You know, people love doing? to yeah. love to say it. Yeah. Um, my sister's in corporate America, brand mm. brand stuff, sure. product development, that yeah. kind of stuff. My brother's an English teacher. Uh, in, Ver- in Vermont. That sounds like the life. He's under a lot of snow right now, too. But yeah, and he sent it. And do you do you love snow? Don't I mean, mind you're not it. Moving to you're not yeah. Like uh, New Mexico is nice middle. Like it gets snow, but really? it's not crazy. It gets cold, but not crazy. Yeah. Okay, so let's go. You used to have me on your shows. Now let's let's explore that because you would think that I would remember. I, I don't. I, no, I actually don't because I wouldn't if I were you. Remember having done my show okay because it's sort of like someone invites you to do a spot you show up what year are we talking like 2008 okay okay yeah and i'm a little again a little off on the years but this is probably like yeah this is probably 2007 8 
um, but like pianos, Sure. Not a great time for me, I don't think. Yeah. I think I was kind of half living there then, doing a show over at Air America, that video show. And and I was in the the middle or towards the end of a divorce. And yeah, that period is full full PTSD. Yeah, yeah. That's pre-what? Like pre pre WTF pre WTF uh, just pre right because I remember feeling like oh my god like like kind of oh. like excited you know like what I mean? Mark Maron's here like <laughs> no almost no almost with WTF oh, like oh, explosion oh. kind of like oh, oh yeah he's like getting his oh, proper <laughs> like do or something because finally that guy he got through no, no, he, <laughs> he landed on no, his you, feet <laughs> no but I I just felt like in New York like yeah. you know yeah like like uh it was just Really excited. I remember introducing you once. I, I had it in my head. I was worried, like, like I I feel like once introducing you, like, I tried to sound fucking cool. I don't know. Like, and I just, like, vaguely remember it and kind of, like, not being sure. Like, basically being like, is that still living in, in my man's head? Like, it's it's exhausting. <laughs> You're I mean, trying you, to be cool? Have you, like, I was just like. Oh, yeah, I really yeah, remember that. Guy, I'm like, yeah, what's. This what's next her, guy, like, like, what I love about him is, like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I was trying to, like, be like, this next guy, it's so, like. Me, I was the old guy at pianos. <laughs> you you guys were the cool ones. I was already. Never. I was already sort of, like, a veteran. Like, uh, I hate when people do that. This guy's a legend. I no, gotta right. quit. I right. gotta quit. Right. I mean, that is arguably the prime. I, you know, I, you I, I can't appreciate it. I can't appreciate it all the time. Yeah. Can we you? We both did our specials at Town Hall, by the way. I know. Which I, I don't know why I thought... Like, yeah, you, I, I was you look like you spent much less money than me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, the strip down, you'd see the back wall. Uh, you um, did, and it's a weird theater because it's not... It's, it's not a theater theater. Right, it's a public it's a lecture theater, hall. So yes. there's a wall. There's, yes. no, there's no depth to the thing. Yes, and, and uh, I kind of was into... Like, have you ever seen Town Bloody Hall? It's like... Um, Norman Mailer, it's like seventies. Yes, like, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like, let's get as much as that. And you you want to get a dais? Did you want to get some tables? <laughs> considered, <laughs> considered a dais or like a loose, a loose chair. But yeah, definitely was like uh, leaning into the kind of like that way that it feels to me. It was like the lights were on in that thing. It was like daytime. It felt like it, on the Norman Mailer. Thing. Yes, yes, totally. It's it's like yeah, they flicked on the just yeah. the, everything and I kind of uh, like that place with the lights on. It does have a weird. It, it is an interesting yeah. space. So it was obviously leaning into that yeah. and also trying to like, to me, I had this idea of almost particularly for this kind of like yeah. debut, trying to like break through thing, like for myself, like trying to cut through and get myself a career, <laughs> you know, like. Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Like, how's that, how's that unfold in your imagination? Well, well uh, oh, I mean. So you cut through. So it happens. Uh, what are you through. doing once you cut through? Well, the main thing is, you know, hopefully cash flow of so being just, able to tour. Oh, with the show. Or tour with new shows, sure, right? Sure, of course. I mean, it's really, like, just to... So you don't have a draw? I had enough draw to do, like, a couple hundred seaters with this show. Coast to coast, on show. the coasts, yeah? Or everywhere? It, on the coast, I was able to do, like, repeat kind of, yeah. like, r- runs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then on the road, it would be, like, go to, you know, Minneapolis and do, like, a 300-seater. Yeah. And maybe at a show maybe and kind of, like... Maybe get into the Jewish Community Center I, circuit. Oh. Oh, I've inquired directly to my agent about this. Okay, okay. Don't I was like, I was like, what else can I? Can I? Uh, Don't do it. I was like, I need, I need, I need the gigs. When I had the when I had the one person show Jerusalem Syndrome, yeah. which is it's not a, a fundamentally Jewish show, but kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> I did a couple of those Jewish community centers. It's fucking. It's just too much. I mean, well, then the whole there's 
like talking about Jewishness in, in the act, yeah. in the context. Of, I mean, I say like in my special, like when I say Jew, I'm like, I'm a Jew. I, I don't know why I say it with like an attitude, almost like, like I think I'm dropping a bomb or something. Yeah. And it's like, and, and the word Jew like yeah. is so, uh, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, intense. And, and now it's even more intense. Yeah. It's, 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 so I imagine sort of for it to be in that setting, sort of the whole humor of that. Oh yeah, and just and their expectations are weird. Yeah, with Jewish you know, audiences, I don't know. And right now, yeah. it's just no, it's no time to be nebulous. The, the, I'm sorry, I keep yeah. referencing your material, but like, I cannot tell you how much I think about, uh, like, and agree about like jokes in in in, in Auschwitz. Okay? Oh yeah, how, yeah, how, yeah, yeah. Like, of course, of course, and but they would have so, been fucking amazing. People like, have pointed out. Some guy just yeah, he wrote to me, wrote a whole book about it. Oh, really? And I think that Roberto Benini movie might be about it. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit different than I think what I suspect you and me are kind of imagining this sort of observational, obviously like gallows. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. I mean, da, 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 yeah, you know. Yeah. Just like, you Roberto know, Benini very did. thin people <laughs> kind of laughing under their breath yes. at the one guy. So when I picture just holocaust stuff, right? Like, yeah. like I, I put myself there, you know? Like, yeah. I have these images in my head that are not based on my historical images. Yeah. They're just sort of these things, like, like, for some reason, when I picture Auschwitz, I picture myself on, like, the sports field at my high school, okay? <laughs> like, I, I place it there. Yeah. And I always place it there. Like, mm. like, I sort of envision, I sort of build, like, a... Yeah. Do you? I don't. This do is, I have an active? Do you have sort of like when you're like picture of when you picture that like camps? telling jokes, like making jokes, like does your mind paint a scene? Sometimes, but yeah. like I don't know. Like I think most of the images I have in my mind about the Holocaust are probably from movies and from yeah. some of those films we saw in Hebrew school when yeah. I was a kid. You know, uh, but for some reason I follow Auschwitz on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> And it's really worked in planting, like, they have the the Auschwitz Memorial, they have a Twitter feed. They do. And really, all they do is they post pictures of people, and they say their name. Oh, yeah. And then they say the age, they say what they did, and then they say perished in the camps. Like, and they're just photographed. And so that— The word perish is so Jewish to me. I don't know. Like, (laughs) Yeah, perish and and never forget. But— um. But so that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. really pounds the empathy part, you know, the really picturing the scope of it. And just the idea of selection. Like when I picture it, it's like waiting in a line, mm. wondering if you're going to be random. Like, yes. like, I can't stand when it happens at the airport, when uh, I go through security, just a random because I've done the, everything I could. I've done yeah. everything right. Yeah. And and I'm, I got TSA. I got yeah. no metal on me. And, yeah. I walk, and, I, and I walk through and it, boop, I'm sorry, you're randomly selected. To, for that to happen and yeah. then be thrown into a fucking oven would be terrible. Waiting for any this or that, like, creates great anxiety for me. Like, oh, me on too. the smallest you, level. Oh, uh, always. I mean. Like, if I, if, I, if I walk into a place that has a buffet, it's like, yes. it's a fucking nightmare. Because oh, I'm like, God. how long is it going to last? <laughs> Are we, to how much do I got to get? Can I go back? Like, no, it's, it's. I can't even do the, it. The I epigenetics to, of, of it. Like the 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 trauma in the in the cells and, I don't know and all what that it kind is. of stuff. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like right now, like we're going to see this movie tonight. Yeah. And the Egyptian, I don't know why. Yeah. But they don't have. You can't reserve seats. So Stomach now stuff. I'm I'm already like, 
What time should we get there? Oh, should you I, can't Do I even seats. have time to finish this conversation? It's at seven. Should I go get seats now? Yeah. So now, when did you start doing comedy? In college in 2003. Where? What college? Georgetown. Oh, I think I knew that. And you went to school with some famous people? Yeah. Which ones? Um, Jim Gaffigan went there, but he was there before oh, he's me. Like my age, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Birbiglia, Kroll, Mulaney. They were all there when you were there? Uh, Birbiglia just graduated. Um, but he and Kroll was yeah. uh, like directing the improv troupe. Oh, really? He yeah. cast me and Mulaney in the troupe. Oh, okay. As freshmen. So this was like a, a like a student act, like a, yeah. a, what do you call it? Yeah, not, yeah, 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 a club. A, a club, little, right. uh, And very, like, that, that school's not like some... And had that school. improv, had that troupe been around for years? Yes, like okay. Birbiglia had been in that troupe. But it preceded Birbiglia, too. I believe it yeah, preceded yeah. him. It just... um, and, you know, improv is weird, but I started stand-up around them because it was like... Uh, I don't know. I, I, despite the terror of stand-up, so, sort of just being in control yeah. and being like, I'm saying the thing. I'm not trying to, <laughs> yeah. you know. What year was this? 2003. What was around? You guys were going Open out. Mics. Like, a, like a little crew of you? No, 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 no. That was solo. Like, uh, I mean, like the, the. No, but were there other comics? Was Kroll doing comedy? Was Mulaney doing it yet? He started um, around that same time. Yeah. Um, we, like, put up a show together somewhere at some place. Kroll. I don't think he was doing stand-up at Georgetown, but but right after in New York, he had a show. And, and yeah, I don't think he ever did stand-up until recently, in a in some way. I think he's more recent to stand-up. He's more, always been a sketch guy, right? He's Pretty well, much his character, yeah, like like character-driven guy. So yeah. many characters and whatever. But he did stand-up. I like in New York in those years. Like he had um, a show that he hosted with Jesse Klein. So he would do, oh, yeah. you know, like stand-up. That's kind of where I That's like started. The world. In New York, so you started that time. in the established alt comedy yes, world yes. of New York in the mid aughts. Yes, great time, like in, sure. the, in the sense of sort of. It's always hard to say if like if some venue right now is yeah. is what that felt like to me then, or if you know like it's not like it used to be. You know, like well, I mean, there like yeah. I talk about that a bit with people that you know you know who really came out of that alt comedy world. Yeah. You know, in terms of. Like stand-ups. I mean, yeah. most of the stand-ups eventually find their way into stand-up clubs. But there was a whole right. scene down there. I right. don't know where a lot of those people are, but they're kind of around. I mean, a lot of people end up writing, Writing, right? yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people... It doesn't exist now is what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it that, like, right? I, Yeah, we used to make an argument that, like, really a lot of big comics didn't come from all comedy specifically because mm. there was a movement here that was a little right. different. And it that's was, always you hear, like, that's the true original alt. Well, I mean, I yeah. think L.A., came, uh, New York came a little be- a little later but because yeah. I was part of that. But it, yeah. there were some of the same players. But out here, back in the day, like, with um, Beth Lapidus on Cabaret yeah. and the bookstore shows. Yeah. And Largo, the original right, Largo, right, right. that whole thing. Yeah. And then in New York, it was Luna Lounge. Right. And then things sort of spawned out from yeah. that. Because you had that performance art element in New yeah. York. So those weirdos were around. Totally. And then I think yes. th- it all grew out of that. Yes. But then it sort of shifted with, you know, when comics just would host shows in Brooklyn venues and shit. They just became more straight stand-up, really. Yeah. Didn't they? It's hard to say. I mean— I mean, Rafifius was kind of like a crazy town. Yeah, There's a lot of things but it going still on it still felt to me for whatever reason, and maybe it's just because I was so focused on stand up. Yeah, you know, to me it really did feel like getting up, like doing that show, like okay, like I better, like I'm proving myself as a stand up comedian. Yeah, uh, and like 
maybe if I like that's what I'm here to sort of give. I'm not doing some weird thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So it was almost like so I better. I think there's some people. Like, sometimes I feel like there's this thing about, like, the people who end up, you know, like, writing for television, like, almost like they they sort of fell out of the thing. But it's no, also, like— they're smarter than we are. They, right. They might have— they like, That was you the know, way to do comedy for them then, and then— Well, if you get up on—like, look, being a stand-up is stupid. Yeah. How are you going to yeah. fucking make it? Yeah. So yeah. the people that know well enough <laughs> that, like, well, I, gotta, I can yeah. write jokes, yeah. and I've learned that, that they're good, so what do I need to stand up there for? I'm going to go write but, jokes. So what is it in us? I mean, what is it? I don't want to fucking write for other people. <laughs> no, yeah, and so I, 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 I take like pride to... also in the like that it's not enough that like like I sort of it's it's like pride and and uh, not just shame, but sort of like I don't know that I actually I don't know that I could really write jokes for other people. Well, but I couldn't. Like, like could I you like it. the like a late night packet wanted, or something? Like I never couldn't do never. that. Me neither. And, yeah. and, and Like and it's and I and eventually I've just sort of like I. It's probably pathological. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem to be like this weird kind of like, I'm choosing this. You, <laughs> yes. You know, it's just like, I, it reminded me when you're talking about the improv group. I remember when I was yeah. at BU, I wanted to start yeah. an improv group at BU and I put up posters. Yes. And I had a name and I was yes. going to get people to come and I was going to start it. And then when, it, when I had the meeting to start the improv group, I realized, I, I'm not a leader, and I, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to have yes. anything to do with this. Yes, I don't know how to do this. So I think there's something for me. Yeah, yeah. What it was is that like I, me doing stand up was a journey of self defining. It was yes. not a job. It's oh like, yeah. Like I need yeah. to. This is how I'm going to figure out who I am in the world, how to yes. have my own space, how to have my own voice. Yes. And I wasn't even aware of that, but I always thought it was like I never thought like I'm an entertainer. I right. thought like right. this is where I'm going to figure it out. Yes. Yes. And it's mine. I feel uh, very similarly. I feel like part of the, you know, as someone who gets inspired and like sees like puppeteering and goes like, I want to do that. You know, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I feel moved yeah. by something, I want to do you buy it. Then you buy the tools <laughs> to make buy, the puppets. It feels so good buying the tools. Like like that day, that day at the beginning of a of a potential art artistic <laughs> pursuit. Like it's just like, yeah, I love like buying the books, like like loading up on the books mm-hmm. and spending too much on the books that are coming. Yeah. But, but, but with stand-up, <laughs> I think the reason it is stuck yeah. is that kind of like self-defined, like it felt like this, uh, this is so like hard. I'm so self conscious. Like like to 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 master this, I've mastered something in myself, kind of like exactly. And like even if you're not aware of that, yeah, it is sort of this thing where you kind of live and die by your own thing. I still kind of feel it sometimes. You know, like when I get a new joke going, like like yeah. you go through ebbs and flows of this thing where like there was a, a bunch of months there where I'm like I was putting together this new hour and it's kind of there, but I'm bored with it already. Yeah, yeah. And then now I've got a few new bits that are pretty, yeah, you know, they're pretty edgy, and I'm like it's still kind of exciting. And yeah. I, and I'll give a fuck. Yeah. Like to really get to a place where you don't give a fuck yeah. is the greatest. And I just had this thing happen recently where I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me at this age? I've been doing it this yeah. long. And I had like this uh, a flight of insecurity that was right. very specific. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna have to kill that. Yeah. Because it's very specific. Yeah. It's when an established act yes, goes yes. on before me, and they kill, yeah. and everybody knows who they are. There's still part of me that thinks like, ugh, now I gotta try to do it after that guy. Yeah. And it's like, who? What the fuck is that? Now, are you imagining 
sort of in your mind do the, does this crowd like not know who you are as much yes, as they know that. how much they that's are that's right so, or some of them there's do, some of that so they're kind of like and, and then and then who's this guy a little exactly bit, right? there's that but then there's also this sort of like I'm not a fun act Oh, totally, totally, totally. No, right. There's not a sense of, like, I can go out and sing my song. Yeah, it's like, right? now this next guy's just going to keep up this fun well, energy. it's also yeah. part of the showcase, like, yeah. problem. No, that's true. Everyone does like the same amount of time. You, yeah, yeah. And you're, no, no, but just, like, like someone should come to see you. They should see an hour. They should go into oh, your that world. Mean, I thought you meant, it. like, a showcase club is one where everyone right. just goes all, no, on the no, same no, amount right. of time. Yeah, I, you know, look, I mean, last night I was at the comedy store and I did an yeah. early show. It was some guys, you know, uh, comic producing, and you know, sometimes yeah. I get there early, I'll go on. That was fine. Then I do the main room, and it was yeah. okay, but it took work. And Bobby Lee went on before me. He's like, "Whoa, you know, yeah. Bobby's very Bobby," and, and I killing. love him. We killed, yeah. but then, but I knew I'm like, dude, just it doesn't matter because, yes. like, just do the jokes that you are enjoying right yes, now, yes. and see if you can land them. And yes. if you can't, fuck them. And then I did a set in the original room later, which was hard. The main room and the original room were both hard. Yeah. And fucking Chris Rock was sitting in the back. Oh, my the God. The whole thing. But yeah. I, you know, I know him. I know all these people. No, right, right. But, but, you know, I'd done two sets and I was sort of like, I can't lose. But do you get, I like, can't lose. Does a, does a, like, Chris Rock, like, does he give you your, do, do you, does he acknowledge? Yes, totally. Okay. Yeah, now, he, yeah, he, oh, yeah, yeah. They, they definitely do. But, they've but given it's, it. They've, they've said sure. he, firmly. Sure, he, he tagged my joke. He, he came up and he's like, uh, I got a tag for you. So, like, yeah, but, you yeah, know, yeah. there's yeah. still part of me that's sort of like, I'm not of them. Yeah. I'm well, not, you called yourself like a medium, medium celebrity or something like that, and you're mid-level, right, right, <laughs> yeah, mid-level, mid-level. That's honest, and it's well, so I mean, like the it's thing better. we're talking about about success, better. right? It's about better. like what, what's the goal, what's the breaking winning. through, yeah. And it's like uh, the way I've gotten really like literal about it is like, all right, if I had to go tour for the if 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 my special didn't come out, yeah. no new fans, I could probably go tour a new show to those same three hundred people yeah. from last time at the city, yeah. you know, whatever. In theory, special goes out. I'll get. I should get some new people. The people yeah. that like me should find. You know, in theory, yeah. and that's like really straightforward. You know. Well, this is an interesting yeah. thing because I relate to you. Like, I didn't have a draw forever. Yeah. Like forever. Yeah. Like by the time I started the podcast, I was just looking at a future of you know shitty rooms. <laughs> yeah. Where where I'm doing off weeks because I can't sell tickets. Yeah. But but I get a lot of respect in the yeah, business. Yeah yeah yeah. I wonder if you're. The insecurity, the very specific one yeah. you're talking about, like, because I have that kind of in this mindset of um, like the trade of stand-up, con- like tradesmen. Okay, like, like you know this thing, like I can get up in any room in this world. Oh, you okay? got yeah, yeah. Okay, I can get up in any room in this world to make those. <laughs> yeah, those that's, the, laugh. that's the job. <laughs> yeah. Can you do the job, yeah. <laughs> Jacqueline? And it's like there's a part of me that's still. Um, <laughs> Like, I'm very, like, that's why One Moon Show concerns me when that fl- term Sure, of course. Or, like, even Oh, so you're doing that theater thing now. So you're doing the theater thing now. Like, like you're doing the one-person They're like, what is thing? that? Someone, like, a com- comic was like, you know, how does that compare to stand-up? And I'm like, check the laugh count. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, like, like, if, like LPMs yeah. or whatever is hysterical. Sure. Like, sure. I read that, like, on a comedy website. Once. Yeah, yeah. 30 it's seconds. Like, <laughs> you should be like, you gotta get one every 30 seconds. I'm like, that's too short. I'm not, yeah, yeah. not going <laughs> to... Yeah, what about, what about longer, longer, setup, lead, longer setup? Deeper. Uh, no, it doesn't apply response. anymore. Yeah, but it yeah, the, apply but anymore. the tradesman fear of like, yeah, I don't know that in a showcase show I can get up and sort of nail it, him, you know, like in eight? that way. And yeah, also, so. you're trying. I, I don't. I, I I can. I sort of. It's sort I of came like, up doing that. Yeah. I don't. I stopped giving a shit about it. Yeah. 
But it, it's all about that strong opener. If you I have, have a really good first joke, yeah. then that like I feel safe. Put them at ease. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Just sort of like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, now, now it's mine to fuck up. I feel up. like I've never uh, landed on a true opening joke because it requires this kind of like acceptance of what they perceive it always feels like not just like a yeah. not just like i know what you guys are thinking uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right no but not like, one of those yeah i know <laughs> what i look like good. i although look they, like this like, mixed with that yeah although like you know yeah. when it's done well like yeah. Attell does it and i'm screaming you yeah, know what i mean sure. like andre agassi with a drinking problem or something like that like <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like it's like uh, you know anything Attell anything will churn well. through he'll do a whole set of opening jokes oh my they're all so good they're all so fucking good I, I'd like a new. Uh, I'd like a new hour from him, like like now, like sure. That'd be great. My first special was like an hour and a half, and I had fucking. Mine's an hour and a half. Yeah, I, I, and like, I thought I could almost edit it like audio. Like I was way too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, but if you just remove all the the ums yeah. and the likes and the whatever, I'm like, this thing's down to eighty six, you know. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, like I, I don't know. Why I thought it would Did be they that try to easy bully you with, into like, seventy three, seventy five, seventy hour. They, I think they they let go. Did I, you self produce it? Or they do it? Um, no, they did it. Oh, good. They did it, and yeah. then uh, I keep uh, paying more to like to go what? back and edit more. Like I just keep. It's done though. Oh yeah, no, 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 we're done. I just, I don't know. They, like, what has your experience been in post in terms of like, uh, like I've heard this thing like, like they're like, oh, let the editor cut it up, and, that, and that's it. Oh, do you, uh, like, trust? Do you feel comfortable with that? Depends who the I director like, is. Like, like you know, like uh, Lynn Shelton yeah. did two of them, and I trusted her because she knows me totally. And, but no, I was there. Yeah, you know, and I chime in. How like, do you when feel they got, when you're watching your own shit? Just, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, I get. I only get mad when like. I know there's a joke on that special that I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. There's like two. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's just because I was I just didn't do one beat. Yeah. Or I spaced yes. something totally. Uh, so I get hung up on that. And the last special, Fine Arts directed it, and I thought it looked good. Like yeah. the vision for that backdrop was mine. It was a. It, there yeah. was a collaborative effort yeah. around it. I think I looked all right, but I've got, gotten rid of that haircut. So it becomes things like that. Like, yes. like end times fun. It's like I never wore that vest again. And I, and it just, it, and I don't know why I but do did that. Did you wear the vest a lot before that? Never. It's <laughs> so stupid. Isn't it? Okay. But, but, the, but then when I did Too Real, I wore a chamois shirt yeah. that I've worn my whole life. Yes. It had a hole in it. Yes. And I watched it. And I'm like, what the fuck am I wearing? I know. Getting that shit, like, also the, this, like, like the thing that happens of the, Oh, oh! It's for real now. I got to get the right outfit or whatever it is. <sighs> it's. I don't know why it's. I mean, that's why I'm in a jeans and a t-shirt. Like, cause I just. No, I liked it, and I thought I thought I thought the whole thing looked very comfortable. Yeah, like, and, and it almost looked uh, kind of like you could have done that in uh, with no audience. Yes. <laughs> like no, there, no, yeah. It was just sort of like we're just gonna let's, let's just go into this place and do it. Yes. So I like this idea yeah. that. The struggle that you have in terms of perception of you is because you came, like you're a real comic, but you came out of goofy alt comedy land. Right. So you know you had to fight a little extra harder to justify yourself to other real comics that you're a real comic. Oh, well, and then and then the nightmare of me promoting my own, like me putting yeah. my show into a into the glorious theater setting. The way that I was able to do it is like this. This theater model of being yeah. able to put up the show and have it sit there and have people like, I mean, it's, you know, it's almost like, where do you do stand up comedy? Like, unless you're already the act 
and have fans. That's like, right. What the hell can you do? So if you could like, so the the theater thing was like, I mean, it was it was smart. It, it was, was a way. It was it, so you, helpful. There's a world of it. Yeah, and even if some of that audience like is a little like theatery, where it can, can get a little, I precious. To feel precious. Yeah. Literally, like when certain audience, like I much preferred doing it ultimately at the Bell House, right? Like right. that kind of raucous sure. vibe. Yeah. To me, it's like much more interesting when they're like, like me being sort of, I don't know, whatever, like philosophical or something in, in a theater is like precious. And like they listen to me, they almost listen to me like I'm like telling like a trauma narrative. And I'm like, guys, no, 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 no. Like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to be like funny, but like this is not, they're like a little too respectful. The only other way to go would be to do it in chunks and, you know, yeah. and then if you were a headlining comic. So exactly. you're, so that's not where you're at. It's the only way also to be like, to kind of break through and go, I'm, Doing I got this. the time. Yeah, I'm doing it. Here it is. Yeah. Like, and I decided if it was a failure after two weeks, like, uh, of the previews or whatever. And Berbiglia did late shows, so it was sort of like, it wouldn't be this total bummer for him. Like, he's renting the theater, essentially helping me do this. Yeah, it wouldn't. I wouldn't feel super guilty if because he got shows out of it. Like, you know, if if the show failed. But I was just like, if nothing. Oh, he actually went on the nights you did your special. He would do like like in the initial run to to kind of like produce it he would oh at and cherry then, lane yeah and oh. then he was like he did some late shows kind of okay. working out right. and stuff for to kind of help like for his the box death, office for his death show yes uh, yes yeah. and um the point being i decided like all right even if this goes horribly at cherry lane it's two weeks of stage time on this yeah. show stand-up show i'm working yeah. on and who can, like it'll get better and even if there's a bad review of it as a theater piece like who cares yeah i could still like advance my goal towards it being a special, a stand yeah. special. So that was like my like worst case scenario that helped me sort of. For me, it did feel like stand up special. It didn't feel like a theater piece. It it did feel like stand up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, no, because like you know, particularly well, think... at one woman show, like there's this stench of not being the tradesman. Like I am like that's where I'm like no. Like, no, you're definitely my heroes the... are a tell. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you know. It, no, you're definitely the yeah. tradesman because, like, all that stuff breaks into bits eventually, you know, and you're not yeah. – I think that the real marker of uh, of a one-person show is the tender moment. Yeah. Which you don't do. They call that in Edinburgh the wanky bit. <laughs> okay, I heard this. <laughs> like, I didn't know what they were like, well, you know, you need a wanky bit or whatever. Do you have a wanky bit? I don't remember. I – no. Mm -mm. The close – no. I mean, you know, the 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 – I'm, like, scanning. I'm, like, is there a moment where – uh, well, you know the moment because you know yeah, it's designed to try not to really. It's designed to give the 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 show some emotional depth, <laughs> right? <laughs> where you just sort of like you right. sit down quietly and you're like, okay, I'm going to tell you something real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I remember like I've uh, done plenty of wanky moments. I mean, and, and also <laughs> yeah, wanky bit, wanky bit, and they mean bit like you know, like little bit, like like you know, it was like like a wanky bit. I was like, what? Like they're like, you need one of those to sort of put it put it into the next level, right? Like transcend the form or whatever. Right. But yeah, I try to avoid that. Uh, no, and I thought the way that you shot it all stripped down yeah. made it very immediate, and you know, it did. You definitely knew where you were going. Yeah. You yeah. know, but there was a couple of improvy moments. You did some crowd work, I think. There. Uh, you asked the guy talking. a question. Oh yeah, yeah, something. but that's that's like um, set up. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. like I got. I almost cut that out. I was like. I mean, not the bit, but I almost just removed, like, utilizing the per I utilized them to yell freeze for, for me to do my oh, act right. out. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, really? I'm giving this guy, I'm giving this guy air on my... Well, no, I've done that, too. Like, I won't... 
fucking worst. I did. I, I don't remember which special it was. Yeah. I don't think we left it in there though. But I shot it at the Vic in Chicago. Goldthwait was. Yeah. Was uh, directing it. Oh, and, amazing! Uh, amazing. I I had to deal with a drunk fucking heckler. No. When I walked out. No. For my special. How? How? When I worked out, I'm yeah. in it with a fucking drunkie. I couldn't fucking believe it. I can't remember if we left it in. Wait, which when special, you that was uh, yeah. that was more later, which is harder to find than the rest because it was on Epics. Okay, but yeah, I think you could yeah. watch it on iTunes. <laughs> All right, so like I thought the special was great, and I thought Thanks. it was very funny. And um, but wait, so you're depressed? I'm actually really good these days. Uh, like it's been a so the I depression mean, book. You got all that out of you. It didn't get it out of me. I mean, I mean, or or I kind of I couldn't finish it until I was really out out of that. But I was trying to. Um, the the premise is sort of like I started writing it while in, in like living at my parents' house, pretty like just depressed, and I was yeah. kind of like it was sort of infiltrating all my writing as is. So I was like, instead of trying to not have it be in the writing, yeah. what if I like kind of wrote from it, it, saying I'm writing from it, and it's sort of this like letter, or sort of this like me to another depressed person, kind of yeah. keeping them company. Because oh. I would like take, a, like I would take all these self-help books like into my bed almost like, okay, and, and like read them like, okay, maybe one of these will help me get out of the bed. Yeah. And, but there's this, there's like an alienation from the writer because they're writing sort of from the other side. You know, they're writing from, right, so you can't right. really trust them. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to sort of be the book that you kind of take the break from trying to get out of it and you're just there yeah, and it's your depression and it's fine. <laughs> and That's a good name for a book, sit Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of a mindfulness like yeah. angle on that yeah. ultimately. But, but, uh, so but you that, feel better? Yeah, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I've been on the same, you know, cocktail of sort of, oh, yeah? you know, antidepressants for, for a really long time at this point. I mean, and, you know, they're like, "Do you have any questions about your medication?" I'm like, "Can't you see on there that it's?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm, uh, "It's just every year the prior authorization with the, uh, with the insurance, yeah. and like I space out, forget it's got to happen, and then like there's like five days where, uh, where you're thinking where about I'm, it? where I'm waiting, like where I don't have the the." The, you know, the Lamictal or whatever, and it's like, oh. and so Lamictal, were you bipolar? No, it 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 you know, I, I, at times I ask, is this depression brought on by you know OCD? Uh, that, like all the co- comorbidities, what is the source? Sometimes it feels like anxiety paralysis. Oh, anxiety, like exactly. I've I've always felt that it was anxiety that I then um, like channeled into yeah. instead of. Over, you get overwhelmed in like yeah, and so then I lethargic. flop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of like in, an active thing, and I sort yeah. of like train myself to flop, and then yeah. I think I had to train myself like to to not flop. Kinda. Yeah, and uh, but but yeah, but like you know the antidepressants, uh, kind of form like trying to make my life as conducive to not. I mean, it was almost like part of it was almost like right. fuck it, like yeah. Might as well also like go for the dream. So you were like, like paralyzed. not going to kill myself. I mean, yeah. I, I never was going to kill myself. Yeah, yeah. I just knew I was never going to do. It. I mean, yeah. Except then again, those who do like are in a state that they might not have thought they were. So so you know, like respect essentially. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. But but I sort of was like, I'm never going to do that. Like I'm just not not going to do that. So the alternative here it was almost like might as well. I was like staring at a wall. I was like might as well go for it. Like go for the full dream. Like yeah. And. And kind of um, take contrary action. Is that is that I, I, is that a uh, like a mantra of um, 
for depression specifically or various it's, uh, it's recovery anxiety. mantra oh, okay. it's like it, you know it, it's sort of uh contrary action is just you know just do yeah. the thing instead of sitting there like i'm like just do it like i do it, it, yes. it will pound you new neural pathways yes like because like i don't i don't like exercising yeah but like now like the voice yes. to exercise is louder than the one yes. like we don't have to no the habit the thing yeah. that is comforting is that like you know and i see these infographics you know and whatever and it helps me but like where it's like it's not going to be as hard every single day that, yeah. that that thing like the brain the whole like same thing about the the brain likes to make a habit yeah so then it's going to help you and i do find that true i yeah. do exercise and i like now i you know like quote love it you know yeah. like uh yeah i just uh, food's a whole other issue though but. addiction wise oh it's just like i just i'm so like uh body image weird because my mom was and like, okay I, but you've and, but you've uh, leaned uh it's like but like, it's but still, you've never like You've never, fat. yeah. <laughs> I right? don't know. No, not really. Because I was looking at you during the special, <laughs> the, like or whatever, and yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, like like for a a, a guy who talks about kind of, um, you know, like um, I, I don't being even know, not healthy, or just or, being, or just sort yeah. of like you know, a, a, a cerebral, yeah, 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 the yeah. whole thing, or yeah. any of these anxiety, yeah. all this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, like he like never turned to food. Like I kind of was like. I was like, kind of like, God, like I've always wondered about those people. I always think about it. No, no, no. I am like, food is the worst thing in my mind. In terms like, of like, as a as well, a, a compulsive compulsive yeah. eating, restrict restrictive eating, right. controlled eating, shame about eating. This is like it's nonstop. I'm come, dude. I come back for non-stop. like five hours to talk. This is my favorite subject because really? like, do you know Nikki Glaser? Yeah, talk to her. About no, it. we we did like back in the day. <laughs> I I. Uh, mm. I've, I've never. Uh, I used to think about going to OA. Yeah, I, I did as a thin person. Not, <laughs> it's not welcoming. <laughs> they they try to be open about it, but yeah, yeah. Not, no, there, there's definitely a vibe like, why are you here? Yeah, yeah. And it's all you know. And you're like same side of the. It's a different side of the same coin. The whole thing. Yeah. But I, that's where I, that's the only place that I like that. You know, like kind of the addicty stuff. I that loved. You hear. A, I loved being on Weight Watchers, uh, even when I didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> like I never really needed any of these, but just the whole restriction thing yes. just became this day long yeah. math problem. I don't know. I str- I struggle. The restriction thing sets off such a counter, you know, a desire to like <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I I have to kind of like go another way, and yeah, I, yeah. I have to. I I love these people. Like they are my like 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 on Reddit or something. I was looking at this thing. These like volume eaters, right? Yeah. And it's like <laughs> they want to eat stuff that like fills them and yeah. A lot of volume, the opposite yeah. of like the small, yeah. indulgent piece of sure. dark chocolate, yeah. you know, like the French woman eats or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, "How do you get, you know, how do you get volume out of blah blah blah? Like, how's, how are we oh, making like, our like? It's like the, volume the, hacks, yeah. like food <laughs> hacks. You have a bigger, and that's what I want. I want a big plate, a big bowl that like takes time to get through. Yeah, that's to me like heaven. Is like, is like you know, television and a huge bowl of whatever, or a, or a, and I just know I have this. Like runway ahead of me. Oh yeah, of enjoyment. Like Air pop popcorn is good for that. Oh yes, the, the volume people are are big they on love that. It. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they have popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. I, I like immediately saw popcorn oh, when they started. But in the way they talk about it, like I used to make Air Pop and spray it with um like butter spray mm. and like have fine sea salt on it. Yes, and just knowing that like we could just make another batch oh. right after this one. <laughs> And I, 
no, no. It's it's yeah. So I, I it's always. Um, and if you're alone, you can just like really eat it, eat the oh fuck my. out of it. Well, one of the most important things in like a relationship or a friendship to yeah, me yeah. is like, can I eat with these people? Yeah. You know, like freely, sort of. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like the best person to go to dinner with because. I sort of predict and anticipate and reduce shame on the other person's part. You know, like people do these things about yeah. like kind of like, I don't know, like, oh, maybe or, 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 like they're almost testing the waters of whether you think what they're getting is going to be like too much. Oh, yeah. Or, too, or fucked and up. And I'm like, get it. Yeah. My my girlfriend is like, yeah. she's, she's usually pretty honest with me. And, and like, like I, the other night <laughs> I was driving home from the comedy store and she's like, yeah, I'm just going to make myself something to eat. It's like, <laughs> it's like 10 at night. And I'm like, yeah, what do you got going? She's like. Biscuits. Oh my god. Okay, this person. <laughs> that is no, no. That so is no. that like? Are you okay? Am I resenting her? No, no. But oh. I'm wondering, are you able to not eat? Like you know this thing that you're not supposed to eat right before bed. My favorite thing in the world. Oh no, I'll eat all fucking. I'll eat right before bed. Okay, you'll go. You'll go. I'll okay, eat. because that I want to go. Like yeah, like load up on sort of the healthy that then I can freely consume it. Sort of feel like yeah, you know. All right, I can eat, like. I mean, Weight Watchers would, the, like, the one thing I kind of get behind with them when I hear it would be like, well, you're allowed to have unlimited, you know, whatever, like... Zero point foods. You know, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, <laughs> I start picturing, like, okay, like, I can make this how happen many, with oh, the yeah. lettuce or whatever. I used to do that all day. When I was on yeah. Weight Watchers, I'd just be like, how many one or zero point yes. shit can I load up? <laughs> now I, like, do it for, like, all day. And, like, and then I get to the end of the day, <laughs> and I had a certain number of points, but yeah. I'd only use, like, ten. And I'm like, yeah. now I'm going to have a pizza piece. Yes. Slice of pizza, yeah. nine hundred points. Yeah. I earned it. Well, I'm very happy we finally talked, and I'm. Uh, I think this special is very funny. What, how you. did Natasha end up directing that? And whose she, idea was it to, you know, just have a spotlight in an empty stage? Yes. Um. I uh, first of all, so Natasha saw me do an early version in in L.A. and we knew each other a little bit. But Natasha she just got, Leon. Yeah, she just yeah. got like pumped about it and like texted yeah. me or you know, okay. yeah. and was just like, what is, well, like she just was really, she really yeah, responded to kind of language. A pumped Natasha is like, you, you can't get a word in. You're, oh, it's great. It's coming at you. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. oh, it's so, it's so heavenly. Yeah. Um, and then my whole feeling kind of in that tradesman sense was like, I want it to feel, I want people to feel a little like afraid for me versus um, like slick and like I'm already like a star or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah. just want it like. I, my analogy was always, um, like, to me, like, it would be scarier if you walked into a room and there was, like, um, just, like, a spotlight on a um, on a tightrope, you know? Like, yeah. And then you're really locked into, like, oh, God, there's a guy walking on a wire. Yeah. Versus almost, like, Cirque du Soleil, where it all just becomes, like, animation. Sure. So, I so like, stripped down, like, a little bit of the, like, I can get up in any room. and yeah, da -da -da. Yeah. But in my case, it's sort of, like, uh, you know, I, yeah, I wanted almost... Uh, Everything stripped down, outfit, neutralized, like, like I guess it's a little bit of this, like, chip my shoulder, like, look, boys, I, like, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. anything. Like, yeah. And, this is the real deal here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These insecurities, you know, everything's, a, everything's like a I'm fuck not fucking you. around. Yeah, a there's wall. No, no shields. Let a little, like, yeah. let the let the spotlight chase me around, yeah. like, you know, yeah, that, yeah. Kind of, that kind of shit. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. So you're just going to wait for the people to start coming oh, in? Oh, my God. I, 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 no, I, I actually decided, like, this is the moment where I have to completely uh, direct my own mind, like, and only feel, like, I have to be doing things. Yeah. I cannot sort of, sort of wait for a reaction of any kind. I can't fucking handle it. Yeah. Like, I can't let. Oh, yeah, no, it's the worst. I can't let compliments in. Yeah. I can't let, 
like if you let the compliments in and then you're sort yeah. of validating the negative it's just like i don't know it, it won't last long you know, let the good. compliments in they'll go really? away naturally <laughs> <laughs> you, know, no, I, I really you, to... you have to stop them from coming in the first negative thing that'll happen will erase all the compliments <laughs> i know this about myself yeah. this is why i just like <laughs> shut off notifications <laughs> yeah. like, no just take the compliments and realize yeah. like this is only gonna last yeah. about 40 yeah, yeah, seconds yeah. The... Yeah, where's the bad one where's the bad oh, one? oh yeah I know. All right. Well, I, I hope it, I hope everyone loves it. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, there you go. That felt whole, and we definitely had a great conversation. But it was it was bugging me, so I I had her back, and we did another. You know, I'm sure I I'm sure Brendan wasn't thrilled to have another half hour of content to edit, but I had to have her back to talk about uh, specifically dirty comedy, blue comedy, smart filth. And uh, the the female point of view of of that uh, in this uh, the second piece. This is me and Jacqueline again. You know, during award season and Sundance Instagrams from IndieWire, I uh, it's these times where I realize I'm not in real show business. <laughs> Now, that, is, it, is it because it, what, the, the, there's all these people, like, they can't show up because they're, like, doing... Or is it just no, seeing it all unfold? No, it's like, you know, I had all those dreams. Why, oh. Where am I? But I'm, you, I'm on the sidelines doing this. Now, is this it, is my show business. Right. Now, is it... But you are in... You, you're, like... What's the piece? Like, what's the piece that's missing? Direct, writing and directing? Well, that's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. but, but it's yeah. it's at a certain level. I had this discussion. You know, it's either like there's some part of me that thinks that because of my particular insecurities, yes, I have manifested my talent in a way mm. that would guarantee me not be in the big time. Mm. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm okay. I want to go so hard into this. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. This is my this is my favorite shit. When an inside job is required of me, it's a tedious re- inside. Yeah, like if I'm going to get what I need yes. in terms of approval, yes. uh, self-worth yes. uh, from within me. Inside is in the inside the, the job. Interior. Yes. Okay, got it. It's uh it's a tall order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need external shit all the time. Yes. yes. And I pretend like I don't. Yes. Actually admitting that no. you want the shit you a want. Prize? Yeah, and then just going for it, I think has value. Like being like, well, fuck like, it, uh, yeah, like I manifesting. Want... Yeah, but the the thing is, like manifesting this kind of stuff, where people say that works, where you sort of you really kind of connect with your no, no, I, yeah, the I... the uh, the will or the magic. Yeah, like this one requires hiring people. No, absolutely, this requires aligned action, is what the manifest community oh, would say, right? I don't know. Is that yeah? No, I, yeah, this shit is like my shit. Not really? the, not so much man- manifesting aligned word action. Manif- word manifesting is like kind of like tainted by. The secret and that whole thing. Yeah, but I'm, I go back to these kind of old, like these 1920s, like like uh, kind of like, like uh, Aleister Crowley, like magic. No, well, um, a little bit actually, <laughs> but these like these like new thought, like ambitious, like I'm going to become a railroad titan, guys. Yeah, like, that should I, I I like that that aligned action. That seems like aligned the, action is that's more like an LA like term. I, I think, know, but, but that seems to reveal the racket of yeah. of the uh, of the, oh, 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 like, of this of the thing. Right, right, like, right. Like, you know, like, you can manifest it, but there's aligned action needed. Oh, you mean you actually have to work yeah, for it? Completely. So this is your full of shit. 
right? No, you know what? It, no, but here's what I think it is. What? This is the key. This is the thing. Yeah. You have to have. You have to ha- uh, find enough self worth. Yeah. Okay, to be willing to take take the action. I can't even find enough self worth <laughs> to feel comfortable with eating bread for three days in a row. <laughs> I'm 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 in the same same boat. Like I'm like everything. I'm debilitated. I got I got I'm totally debilitated right now by uh, by carb shame. Okay, so what? Because <laughs> this is what I really came back to talk about. What, uh, what? got you? No, well, you know, it only it takes forty eight hours, by the way, to get the carbs out. Out. Um, the I don't blood know, sugar just, spikes and the craving. I don't know. I just kind of drifted. I was tired. Yeah. I've been exercising too much. Yeah. And then there was, you know, I'd made some spreads. So I, and I bought yes. a, a, a mm. Persian bread and mm. th- that all went. I'm always embarrassed by how much I want to sit around and talk about carbs. Like I could talk about like it's like it's like so um, not. Um, it's not exciting. And it's not. It, you're not an artist. <laughs> like, no, I, I'm it, like, I'm not an artist. If I, you know, it's but like this is what makes us who we are. This is yes. the, the machinery of art. Yes. <laughs> it's In the carb stay, just stable but, enough. But but let's talk about this. Yeah, the, let's get the blowjob situation, yeah. because the reason I, I felt bad or not bad, but yeah. like because I like the special a lot. But I also like, you know, when I was coming up, there were just a couple of co- if you worked blue, you were a blue yeah. guy. And there's not, there's, in the big picture, there's not that many blue acts. I think maybe right. during the time of the comedy boom, it was, you, you didn't do it, and the guys right. that did it were known for doing it. Fine. Right. But what I've noticed over the arc of what's happening with women in general mm. and with men in relation to it is that women are taking the lead in filth. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and I'm I'm all for it, yes. but like I've noticed it in a real way with young uh, female comics, yeah. just being dirty as fuck. Yeah, and I, I think men have conversely become mm-hmm. nervous about being dirty, right? right because they're right. going to be judged in a, in a totally, certain way. Totally. So now it's like just the wild west Although, for female filth. No, no, that's very interesting. Although I think like I would argue like those men mm-hmm. being nervous about it, like no one's actually coming for them being filthy on stage. No one's ever mi- m- minded it, right? Like I don't, nervous I don't guess that so. it's like I don't know, like maybe I'm speculating. They're just yeah, no, 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 yeah. As am I. They don't want it to land the wrong way, you know. I no, maybe right. I'm wrong. No, no, no. I think I think that's um, like. And do you kind of think it's well? Well, what I'm perhaps what I'm. Uh, sort of, like, pushing back against is, do you see it as sort of, like, free pass, right, for the women? Like, no. oh, they just get to... Because sometimes there is No, this... no, no. I don't see that at all because it's not easy for women to be dirty and to be... and to connect. Right. And it's never Right, been. which is what people, like, sometimes say. Like, oh, wh- like, this sort of, like, a woman. Like, I mean, like, literally, if anyone's ever said, like, shock value to me yeah. about this, yeah. I'm like, I do everything in my power to, like, make this as boring as fucking possible in this other way. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, I'm it's like, not a shock you value think thing. It's, I'm like, if you think I'm go, this, this is shocking. Like, there's this is the most prude, like approach. Yeah, like it's you know, the prudest it's a, it, approach. It's almost a clinical approach. Yeah, clinical. It's uh, clinical. It's the entire show is based around learning how to give a blowjob. Really. Yes, yes, a quest. Yeah, a quest for uh, yeah for the blowjob yeah. queen. As a but really as a um, you know, like nothing actually really happens in the story, right? It's like all just kind of there's almost no events. It's it's kind of just. My changing thoughts over the time. Which there's is a, some events. I mean, you keep it going. There, there's no, a, no, yeah. You I finally just, do the first one, not, and then yeah. you do many, and yeah. then there's a revelation in the third act that uh, you may not be as great. Yeah. <laughs> as you thought you were. Yes. There's a and no. There's, there's definitely some, an arc. Some self exploration around 
yes. the intention of uh, yes. having it's the responsibility reckoning. of being the blowjob queen? Yes, yes. It's a reckoning. It's a, um, <laughs> you know, it, it operates on a few levels. But I think that yeah. the, the, the great thing about it is that I don't, as a man, I don't hear that side of it. You know, I know my side. Yeah. I remember my first blowjob. Yeah. It was a miracle. Yeah. It was a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> well, the neurotic, I guess what it is is like, yeah, the, the the side of it that's this, the neurotic, like what always struck me was I kind of knew as a teen, like I knew that it was supposed to be like everything at that time is supposed to sort of be this like unselfconscious uh, just living, and that then you're going to recall that, you know. Well, that's how it was presented to you. Years, but like, right? if you, re- but if yeah. you really think about it, anybody who went through the sort of jer- or, or like coming, you know, getting yeah. to that point where you take action, yeah, like that is it, it's never casual, right? <laughs> and I guess like that kind of like like mo- movies, like kind of like the the male nervous teen yeah. like comedy, right? Like right. it's kind of like. Like I don't know, like American Pie or something. Like, like that kind of thing has been a little, like just the girl, the teen girl as like the prize rewarded to the uh, right. It's male all character. about right. It's not the the female point yeah. of view. Yeah. But in terms of addressing, that's an interesting yeah. thing that the idea that women get a pass on this stuff because you know men have had it for so long. I, I don't think filth. Yeah. I'm. I don't think filth is easy for anybody. I, I don't think it's easy to do. Uh, yeah. To do it smartly or to do it yeah. well, I think there is shock-oriented, dirty comedy. Yeah. But I don't think like they used to talk about it like it was some kind of crutch. And I'm like, you exactly. try it. Exactly. It's Thank not you, easy. Mark. That's exactly it. Yeah. No, and and because, well, the, even like the thing is like I cringe almost when it's reflected back to me like that my show like if it's like oh it's about blowjobs or. Or, like, I, for one, say, like, I always, like, adjust the language and say the blowjob. Yeah. I'm like, no, like, I know it's about the blowjob, like, like an idea, you know right. what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. And then, the like, when there's concept. stuff about, like, the like they're, like, the penis, oh, yeah. like, your, your show's about the penis. I'm, like, literally horrified. Like, I've certainly never set out to, like, I have no interest in, like, telling jokes about, like, the penis. Do, right. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is so, it's, but because I'm talking about this one thing, it yeah. comes up, and then, surprise, I have ideas on it. Yeah. And things I want to say and, like, point out, you know? And so right. I'm, like, I'm, like horrified when almost they're like um i don't know like the headline like trolls the penis i'm like uh like if i were not me and i was yeah. reading about this that's what someone special. said about you it was like yeah and it's sort of like the opposite i mean i'm i'm trying to i mean who knows what i'm trying to do yeah. you know it's like mm. no it's a story Talking about one's work is hell i mean it's fine but no, but I mean, you put together a story. Yeah. It's in that you know, it's it's jokes that are put together as a show about y- you know coming of age show yeah. really yeah. around sexuality and around blowjobs. Yeah. Fine, yeah. but like m- m- my point in talking about it more specifically yeah. is, I think that blue comedy or what it used to be yeah. called blue comedy. Yeah, I think it's a great thing, and it yes. was always it was always kind of a great thing. Yeah, and it does seem, and I like the fact that if you're getting that response. Where, you know, women are cringing or people are judging, you know, however they're coming at it, it's provocative. And I it, can't I can't believe it still is. And that's like almost surpri- like it's kind of it's in, more now uh, in a way. Yeah. You like, mean, you know, post porn. How is it still interesting? Ca- yeah. Kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I'm almost uh, like I have, you know, like the embarrassment of not being sort of shocking enough. Like, oh, she like like the embarrassment of like. Oh, does she think she's being radical? Like Jesus, we've been talking about the blood, and I'm like, no, I don't. I'm just telling my own my own thing, right? But then, and then, but then, there's other things where I will hear, like right now, kind of this, like in promoting it, kind of this, like, 
will they put me on the the talk show to talk right. about it? Yeah. And really, yeah. So there's a booking issue. <laughs> How do we do this? And it's and when I'm my feeling is like, for one, I feel that people with all manner of you know filth or whatever in their yeah. specials go and promote specials, right? And yeah. maybe they play a clip that isn't the filthiest part of the special, right? right? And it's understood that, like, a comedy special would be con- contain all sorts of things, right? Yeah. I mean, like, they think, like, I want to go on the show and talk about blowjobs or something. It's like, n- no, I don't. Like, that's them putting on there. Like, you can, I can easily go on this show and talk about, like, how the show is about language and the insufficiency yeah. of language. Like, sure. I can do the most pretentious well, you do, version. Just do regular panel and just be funny. Right. It's not like you're going to walk out there with Annie Sprinkles two by four yes. of dildos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, like, no, the, back when I was mounting the show as like yeah. a theater show or whatever, yeah. um, mounting it, but whatever. It's like an yeah. uh, interesting word, but like, uh, not in like a sexual way, just like it makes it sound like there was a bunch of sets. Sure. You know what I mean? But there was this like nightmare moment where these PR guys that were involved in like sort of the theater world of it, it was like the New York Times was going to do something about it. And then I saw in an email that they had like, reached out to the New York Times, like, made some creative suggestions yeah. about the photography. And one was that I'd be eating a hot dog. Right. And one was that I'd be, st- they were like, there's this bar and there's a neon sign outside of the bar, like in downtown and neon sign says sex. And we think you should stand in front of it. And like, uh, there you go. Luckily, like the photo was me in, in like a white button down looking like Just utterly a regular, studious. Regular and, photo. And, you know, humorless. Yeah. And then, but, but, I have a love of, you know, filth in this. Like, I'm kind of like this prudish, like, sensibility who then, of course, like, loves and appreciates filth. And also, like, I love, like, the craft. So, you know, like, we were talking about, like, Skates for the Memories or whatever. But it's like, I, like, study those jokes with this seriousness. And and I I think it's embarrassing when people, um, like, are unable to see craft. Because the content is well, that that's true. Like, that's but, insane to me. Like, well, I, yeah, I, I, but I do think like there's all kinds of <laughs> sort of unspoken restrictions around how and comedy, how to do comedy, and yeah. what comedy sells and uh, whatever. But yeah. now we're in the age of everybody just finds their own market. Yeah, but, like right, dirty right. comedy, blue comedy has always been around. There's yeah. been dirty ladies forever. Yes, like Belle Barthes, and I think yeah. Joan Rivers was pretty filthy. Yeah, if you gave her the time. And if you went back to like probably like the vaudevillians sure. and stuff, right? They were the dirtiest. Yeah. No, there was a Mae massive yeah. coming back around. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, but there was this idea that it's not mainstream and that, uh, you know, it's why right. Lenny Bruce got into trouble right, and people. Right. But there's never been that many smart, uh, like Bill Hicks was was totally filthy yeah. in, in a very kind of lyrical, right. you know, just, you know, arcing ropes of jism. Yes, yes, you know, like yes, that kind yes. Of stuff. And, you know, for me, it's all, you know, when I, I was a that. kid, it was like, you know, hearing that stuff on records or looking at underground comics yeah. or any of that stuff. There was that whole 70s trip that it, yeah. everything got pretty filthy in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. But I think that to approach it, I think that's what's interesting is the idea that um, that I'm seeing a lot more women do it in a fairly, in all the ways. Like right. I saw, and to, to address again, because yeah. I don't think I did it, the idea that that you get a pass is you don't get a pass, but there is a full spectrum of, of, of lady filthy going on, right. you know, in, in a way that I hadn't noticed it before. And I don't, I, and mm. I think it's relatively new. I mean, you know, Sarah was always cute and filthy, but now yeah. there's some, like I see just really just dirty <laughs> shit happening. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I like that zone yeah, because it still makes people uncomfortable. I don't, I don't yeah. know why, 
but but it's probably okay. But sex still makes people sort so, of uncomfortable when you break through it and you yeah. get a type of laughter that's very personal. You know, yeah. No, it, it would be interesting the times like just the sort of classic thing of the person that's dead serious and yeah. it seems like, you know, they're hating the show and the, and the whole thing. And then like, and I've just sort of accepted like, oh, right, when I, my eyes pass over that woman, like, I briefly have this moment of, like, you know, she hates me and whatever. Yeah. And and I'm not expecting, like, to, quote, get her, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I do on something, and I, like, couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't believe, like, a joke about, like, balls or something, like, literally, like, broke, like, that got her. Because yeah. it feels oh, like you a joke about in balls. Row, in the front row or something? I, I feel like I could see everyone. Yeah, I, yeah. I, would, I always ask for more light to block them yeah, out. Yeah, do yeah. you like seeing them? Uh no, I like seeing a couple rows. Yeah, just so I I know Feel I'm performing connected. in front yeah. of a. Gr- I don't like floating up there in space. It's too weird. I think I like floating a little you bit. You do, maybe. But you always project. I always project on people what they're thinking. They're not thinking that. They oh, could be thinking about you know how they didn't pick something right. up in the morning. No, I you know. know the assumption. Um, well, the way you kind of when you're watching anything, like at least I mean TV, anything kind of slip into these revelations or revel. Um. Re- whatever of of like your life in relation yeah. to even like the most simplistic things being offered up on the TV, like just like t- looking at the lamp on their thing and like wondering yeah. about like I don't know what my lamps say about me or so. Like, it's just you sort of slip in and yeah, out yeah, this yeah, weird yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's I'm the way people watch. Them. I just like I just think like it seems I think things were a lot filthier at another point yeah. in time. Yeah. And I think maybe this is sort of a contraction after right. the pornification of culture. Right, That right. people are like, oh, we've had enough yeah. filth. You know, like, yeah. we get it. Yeah. Is it necessary? That kind of thing. Well, when, when, when no, it, it, it's, I mean, I'm just thinking about like the dental dam thing or like, or the kind of like, um, there's two, because in my mind, there's two things happening, right? With this yeah. sort of like women, like, let's say like they're becoming comedians, whatever they're, they're, let's just say they're doing it freely. It's like, they might not be experiencing it as they're doing it to be shocking, right? right. They're like, let's say doing it as observational humor, like to get other, right. like, let's just say other women who also, you know, like they're just doing observational humor. They were talking the way they might talk among other women, let's yeah. say. Sure, and just to just to right. completely, you know, right. broadly create a category. So for them, they're just it's that, right? Right. And then there's like this other segment of the audience is experiencing it as like let's just say like yeah, you and your shock value or whatever, or like oh, you think it's real funny to be a woman and talk about dirty things, and they're like no, I'm just doing observational humor. It like for those who are also not shocked by it, it's like it's like who's it who who's the comedy facing kind of yeah. And I felt like when I started out to sort of. Do I don't know filthy humor or yeah. whatever you would call it. Like, it felt like it had to be avoided because there was a this associ- like this a idea that it was that it was like it was all in reaction to like it, somehow that was a it was about being a woman in comedy almost like you were you were in some way like you're there with the boys and you're trying to like get in by doing filthy humor. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was almost like so. So there was this period where it was like to prove you're a real comic, like you better be doing like jokes about pencils and kind of like this like. Like I think I, I once overheard some or someone told me they heard someone else say something like yeah like uh, it's a woman comic all you need to do is uh, say something embarrassing or something yeah 
And like I figured it out. That's what they're all doing. And I and I was like, uh, like, yeah. But then I get annoyed by the I have to prove myself by like not talking about these things because of your idea that it's shocking when I don't think it's shocking. Me and my like girlfriends don't think it's shocking. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. So so then I go back annoyed the other way. Right. And then I'm like, no, fuck you. I am gonna do the joke. Yeah. About like sex, and I'm you know I always want to do the thing like. I just don't want to be slipping into the, you're right, I'm going to win you over by not. Yeah, no, fuck it. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's, it's irritating. Push it's like, it the other way. Who the fuck are those people? It's every way. And when people talk about these people that tell you those things, it's just one person. Who the fuck <laughs> is that? You know, who the fuck is no, that right, guy? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, more damage has been done by one idiot who thinks yes. he knows what he's talking about in a green room. Than, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Then, like, you know, it's like, no, what you got to do. So who the, half of those people aren't even successful. I know. Big ideas. This is actually. It's 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 so funny because it's like, yeah, me reacting like me reacting for you know twenty years to fuck yeah to overheard. one guy that some idiot said they used to do it to guys too though. Hey, you don't want to go blue, you know. You don't want to go dirty. It, it's just like who the fuck are you? There's also something about that there being a term. Okay, yeah. like there's something about there being this term for it, blue. Yeah, that that gives it like it's it's like comedy jargon. Yeah, right, and so. W- comes with it the implication of knowledge of the field, right? So yeah. someone, you know, an idiot saying, you know, yeah. you shouldn't be dirty or right. whatever. I was always offended if someone said potty mouth one time and someone's like, I don't like, like, you're, oh, you got no quite way. a potty mouth. And I don't that's think sex is, yeah, I don't think sex stuff is potty. Like, to me, no, that's it's like. it's talking about a thing, you know, and, and maybe I'm making a bigger deal out of it. I just remember, like, I just always <laughs> liked, you know, intelligent, yeah. you know, blue humor and, and I guess maybe maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm yeah. out of the loop, but I think that when I see women doing it now, that it is like it's interesting to hear all the women laugh and not the dudes when totally. a woman's being dirty. Totally. Well, and because it's it's like who's the audience? Yeah. Like I was very aware when I was starting out, it felt like there were these two ways to go, sort of uh, being prescribed. If you sort of looked at how it was, and it almost felt like. Okay, it's either um, I don't think I don't think it was like it's below us, like like what you're, I I actually think it was more like everyone else will think it's a crutch. I think that was the the stigma, like to prove yourself as a real comic. Okay? Yes. It, it, versus this, you're a woman, so so you you can just get up there and say dirty shit, yeah. and that is inherently a punchline because uh, a People woman is the setup. It. Yeah. And the punchline is that it's dirty, yeah. right? And so it's like the premise, you know, the premise is a woman. And so that to me is like, well, that I didn't get into this. I don't love comedy when I'm watching. Well, the other thing that's kind of interesting is like, is like, sorry, I can't finish the thought, but just mm. whatever, going go in one direction. It's like, you know, and this has been said before by a lot of people, I think, but like, let's say a woman in a, a woman watching a male comedian or a woman watching a ton of, you know, stories, you know, movies, whatever, featuring, they're, they're used to, um, sort of empathizing with the protagonist that is not their own thing. Yeah. Right. Sure. It's like, and, yeah. Right. Right. And of then course. The, yeah. And then same thing with the, with comedy. Right. And then it's like and they've gotten used to their the voice men, not being yes. represented. Yes. And yeah. So you're they're used to like almost like just like empathy, like you know narrative empathy or whatever, and and can laugh and watch like American Pie or something. Let's just I don't know why. Like yeah. Example, but but and they're laughing with they can extend the empathy to understanding the and it's almost like the the male audience in comedy hasn't been trained um, right to do that. Yeah, there's a conversation about that with with race as well. Totally. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. you know we're all looking at everything yes. through the the sort of uh, cis male white gaze. Yeah. 
And, and, and then and then trying to avoid being like responding directly to that. To avoid, like it, that's like where it becomes who's the audience and like who whose expectations are you upsetting? So yeah, that, that's all I'm talking about is the man thinking you're doing shock humor, the woman thinking you in my case, let's say the woman thinking you're doing observational humor. Right. Well, I just think yeah. like it's I, I think it's important, you know, not unlike the Barbie movie. Yes, like which I actually haven't seen yet, but yes. But you're you're basically doing the Barbie movie of blowjobs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait. Oh, because wait, wait. <laughs> well, just representing. Well, hopefully, it won't be that successful. Um, the, representing a, a spectrum of mm. of a certain type of feminism, mm. but also sort of a point of view of women, right? It's almost. It's all well. I I I I'm trying not to be like representational of my own. You know, like to me, the like the the closest thing I could do to sort of being or doing what I think is like yeah not not feminist but but is like to just treat my own experience yeah I, as didn't, a human I don't experience, think there's right? any feminist message in yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in your blowjob story yeah like I I, <laughs> I just think that by nature like if people that you, cheer I get uncomfortable do you know what I mean like yeah, that yeah. thing where well, you're like right oh, yeah. I no I get it you, you you're, it's not ideological it's just a a, a full throated yes mm-hmm. yes. Uh, kind of uh, exploration. One of the uh, one of the, the taglines. Of the taglines. Oh, really? I mean, uh, I asked for taglines. See what would come back. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah, I was yeah. like, no taglines. No yeah, taglines. Yeah. Forget it. No, but I mean, it's yeah. like you know, it is just a story being told about yeah. a specific right. Uh, um, rite of passage. Yeah. That it hasn't really been yeah. represented as thoroughly or as yeah. funny, uh, with a certain honesty, and by nature, it is is sexual and it, right. you know to call it dirty is only to put it in the context of comedy or to call it blue right. or anything else right. it's really not there's nothing dirty about it right. other than these are the jokes that have been deemed dirty when you're talking yes. about fucking or sucking yeah. cock or yeah. you know or or going down yeah. on somebody whatever that's blue humor yeah. but ultimately it's just a story well my parents have seen it like a million times okay? yeah and and did they say things like which guy was that yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they respect it as as uh, as you know that 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 level of memoir where, where we sure we, you know but 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 you know like they're kind of like rap on it if if someone asks them you yeah know, you know like was that weird for you or something or whatever like they're just like it sounds exactly like her and how she talks about anything like it's just how I think about things yeah yeah that just happens to be the subject but yeah it's not like they showed up and suddenly you know came to the show and suddenly there was this like other quality to right, me like right, yeah, as yeah, if yeah. they showed well, up that's, to, well that's the thing it's not yeah. like it's not gratuitous it's not shock value it's a it's it's a a, a stand up show about you, yeah you know that um, and I just wanted to make sure we drew attention to that like yeah. I, like my grandmother when my grandmother saw my first special yeah. my HBO half hour yes. Where I said fuck ninety times within the first five minutes. It was so sad because she had all her friends over oh, in Florida. Oh my God, incredible! And, and I, she, I called her. I'm like, "What did you think? What did you think?" She goes, "He's so filthy." Oh my and I'm like, mm, God. so sad because it wasn't even. It was just me saying yeah, fuck a lot, which isn't. Wasn't even well, that, that's like the, the idea of that being filthy is. is well, it is, is to like her the next level hysterical. I mean, you got to no, make right, the like, joke. Cursing. She's right, but it's like you know, make the joke. I mean, she's you know, you she mean was, she's right, like. Like, well, I do, it was, un- do you mean, it was, do you it was it unnecessary was fucking. Was it? it was t- yeah, yeah. You mean, yeah. are you like, are you like, it's lazy? Are you one of those? Well, no, I, I just didn't think about it enough. And, I, and, I, and I'm right. doing it more now, too. And I don't think it's lazy. Like, I think there's I don't part. Think it, I, you know I was putting that no, in No, 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 I know. Right? But like, I've been, I don't think it's lazy. I've been doing more fucks lately. Yeah. Like, I can go without fucks. Or p- right. well-placed fucks. I think it's just a matter of, like, gratuitous fucks. Yeah. I don't think it's lazy. I think, well, I mean, it's undisciplined. Is that is that lazy? 
I think it's rhythmic, right? Sometimes. And sometimes I just like, I just am tired a little bit of like of like this thing I would hear th- through the ages of kind of like I don't know. It felt like you know when there's one talking point kind of. It felt like this to- one talking point was well, you know, it's lazy. And it's just like, shut it. <laughs> yeah, but then you get stuck in joke structure to a point where, you know, it kind of you know, it kind of takes the thrill out of it. You know, it's a personal preference. Yeah. I don't think we should. I like we, it always. Yeah. I don't think we should talk too much more about it because <laughs> we're going to give away the whole show. And also yes. my producer will be mad at the uh, the extra work I'm giving him. I know. I forgot that we're not li- like settling in for two hours. <laughs> yeah, but, but I did want to make yeah. sure that we talked about yes. the, uh, the show and what it was it. it about. They need to watch it. All the way through, I hear completion rate. You hear this? And yeah, yeah. Follow through till the ninety-four the, minutes. Yeah, to the to the happy ending. Or I'll get I'll get buried. Thank you, though. <laughs> there you go again. Get on your knees is streaming on Netflix starting tomorrow, January twenty-third. Hang out for a minute, folks. All right, look, tomorrow we're posting the latest Ask Mark Anything episode for Full Marin subscribers. There are 12 past installments up there on the Full Marin for you to listen to whenever you want. As the podcast has grown over nearly 14 years, has your approach to booking guests remained the same in present day compared to when the show really popped in 2011? No, it's it's very different because usually I was drawing from my, you know, people I knew or people who I... Uh, uh, I knew knew them. You know, it was sort of uh, we. I don't know that we were if we were working with a booking agency at that time. But eventually, you got to be in the loop with people who are moving through uh, interview programs. So it's very much different. Get all the full Marin bonus episodes and ad free WTF episodes by going to the link in the episode description to sign up, or you can go to wtfpod.com and click on WTF Plus. This guitar came out good. It's weird what an echo box can do to a slide guitar.
rumor lives. Monkey and LaFonda, cat angels everywhere. Ooh. <laughs>